Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. G'day folks and welcome back to another episode of Encounters Down Under. I was lucky enough to be invited back onto the Subconscious Realms podcast with General Lee and dive down deeper into the topic of UFOs. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the Subconscious Realm podcast, which is available on all major platforms, where they discuss topics that go against the narrative of today's world. So please welcome to the show, General Lee from Subconscious Realms. Also, I decided to leave the podcast intro here from Subconscious Realms, as I absolutely love his intro here. It goes deep and dark in the soul and just brings chills to the bone. Um, It's just an absolutely awesome intro. So guys, enjoy. This six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Welcome to another episode of Subconscious Realms. I'm your host, General Lee. Uh, for tonight, we are being joined by one of our extraordinary serving guests, and I mean extraordinary. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, the host and creator of Encounters Down Under, Anthony. Uh, now then, Anthony. Yeah, mate, how you going? I'm good, thanks, mate. I'm good, yourself? Going good, mate, going good. It's warmed up since I last spoke with you. Um, last time it was pretty bloody chilly. I was here in my little luggy boots and jacket and jumper and whatever. And even warm, but now <laughs> she's starting to warm up a bit. So we're back to shorts and singlets uh, during the night just about. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Is it that bad? Oh, it's bad, not though? that bad. No, it's not that bad. Like Because, like, you know, because I'm North Queensland, mate. We were used to, like, Temperatures up into the 40 degrees Celsius here, and like you know, go range between ah, 30s right, and 40s right. all the time, you know. So it's that's that's prime weather for us, just about. <laughs> yeah, so, so when so, it gets a bit cold, you know, you just uh, you know, we rug yeah, up. Is it, <laughs> is it normal? Like, is it like round about this time every year it gets a bit colder? Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah, like, yeah, like, uh, look, like, I think I said this last time too. Like, we might get like maybe two, three months worth of um, weather where we need to sort of rug up, like, especially at night time. Yeah, where we rug up. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it for the rest of the year for us. <laughs> we're all, yeah, we're just, um, you know, we're walking around normal as if it's, yeah. Normal. So, you're not, you're not got your um, matching leopard skin thong and vest on tonight, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, mate. So, um, you know, since last time we spoke, Anthony, have you um, had any like guests on what of uh, the the like the experience as like proper like fucking like wide eyed if you know what I mean? Like, um, like you got shit. I think you know I, mean? uh, I can't remember if it was um, this lady I had the one time there when I was last speaking to you. If it was after that, I can't remember now. But absolute ripper of a story. Um, like not many people come across this kind of this close an encounter. Um, yeah. Basically, she's um, doing her laundry. It's like the um, the old school sort of setup with the laundries at the back of the the house. Um, right. it's, I'm not sure if the uh, same over there in England. Uh, I think it'd be a bit different for you guys over there. Basically, the classic sort of style set up for houses back in um, the classic sort of times for Australia, laundries were always set to the back of the house and also had a bit of a um, toilet and all sort of stuff around there as well. But anyway, so, so her laundry is set at the back of the house and so she can overlook her backyard, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, she's seen this strange object in the distance there. She's at a national park, so she's at bushland, <laughs> scrub, forest, you know. Um, absolutely surrounded, except for the backyard's a bit opened up because she's on a bit of acreage or something like that, on a bit of land anyway. And she sees this weird sort of light, and she's sort of questioning, going, that's a bit weird. Like, you know, there should be nothing out there. Like, unless the neighbours are doing something weird out there, I don't know. But either way, and then the object started doing some weird manoeuvres that sort of defied the whole concept of it being an aircraft or any of that sort of concept. Um, so she sort of turned the lights off because it was in the evening time, so it was getting a bit dark. So she turned the lights off. Um, and then just sort of walked outside to sort of try and get a better idea of what the hell is going on. And just as she sort of like it disappeared and she's like sort of lost a bit of interest and like, oh, well, that's a bit weird. And so I went to go turn around and go back to go and do it on her laundry. Then she could see this strange objects to sort of like start coming up to up her backyard towards the house. And she's like sort of stood, stood there like a kangaroo on the spotlight, you know, like going, what yeah. the hell is that? You know, wide eyed and like, oh, Geez, okay, this is a bit weird. So she's gone and ducked off to a nearby tree. I think it was a gum tree or something like that, like something reasonably large. And she sort of hid behind that. And here comes this craft basically coming up along. And she would have been like maybe 15 meters from it, 15, 20 meters. Like you could literally throw a rock at this thing. Yeah. And she could um, see like this bit of a light through the, like what looked like a bit of a windshield basically. And could see some sort of beings inside there, and and as if like um, by the time she like sort of knows that there could have been possibly a being at the windscreen out of the window, the interior light sort of switched off because they like they're like oh shit someone can see us with this light on their own. <laughs> and basically it just it just peers through her back laundry window uh, laundry door looking inside basically seeing her husband sitting there with the bub, and. Like, you know, that's one of the most 
mind-blowing encounters that someone could actually have getting this close to this thing. And she described the craft as basically uh, roundish. I think maybe a bit more like egg-shape-ish, but it had like these um, strange engravings on the side of it there. And she could see these like, um, think of like a um, LED light going around a strip and it's just going yeah. on the outside sort of thing. Like, you know, you're just going around the craft. But like, she couldn't really make out any... Um, any like fine details of like if like it had uh, wings or anything like that just sort of have these like weird sort of lights going around it and yeah like and she was like absolutely sort of in awe but also like scared shitless because like she didn't know what the hell was going on basically like what the hell is this thing um she was like hoping that her husband was going to come out with the baby and like see this thing is like staring dead at him like that would have been freaky (laughs) and yeah and Oh, it's just absolutely mind blowing to even get that close, and like she reckons, like a bit of a, a low hum to it, and all sort of stuff. Like you know, people sort of describe that sort of thing when they're able to get that close to these crafts, and basically it's just sort of like lost interest over time, and then just zoomed up, and like she could actually hear like the engines or whatever it is that makes this thing maneuver, sort of like whir up as if like it's just and then just went off over the trees, and away it goes. Mate. And she's like, she's like losing her mind, going, "What is? What just happened?" Um, but yeah, also like no, no descriptions of missing time or anything like that. Just more basically just her freaking out, going, "Wow!" Um, in absolute awe and dumbstruck. You um ran across to her yeah. neighbors and seeing if they might have seen something there, but unfortunately, no one else saw it, and it just left her with so many questions, you know. And I just that's the, that's the thing that the common occurrence with these sort of situations like it just leaves you with questions going what the hell did i just see yeah. what am i what situation did I just get thrown into you know it, and, and of course never the answers you want <laughs> do you know mate right do you know what the good part of, of all this is she's come to you yeah oh look mate it, it was absolutely awesome having her come and contact me it actually turns out she was actually um, friends with a close friend of mine that i grew up with as well which was even better it's like, <laughs> it like yeah. small world it's like wow okay I, do you know something, right? Um, I remember Grub um, mentioned, um, I'm going to take a guess if it's the same episode. Is it episode, season three, episode seven? Uh, who was that one with? Joyce. Um, Joyce oh, Briggs. yeah, Joyce there with, um, yeah, where she, um, oh, no, it's Joyce. Yeah, season three, episode seven. Yeah, Joyce. Yep, yep, yep. Is that the same one? Uh, no, it's not. No, this one was. Ah, right, with, right. No, Grub, um, Grub said to me, "You've got to check this one out." Um, and I, I will check it out, but I am very intrigued for the one you just mentioned, then, mate. Um, yeah, no, I mean, um, that one. Um, oh, what was the name? Now I'm trying to think what her name was. Now, bloody um, Alana. Alana. Yeah, she was um, season three, episode six. I think. Yeah, Joyce was the next one that came up after her. Um, so this one's season three, episode six. Uh, it was hovering at our back door. Um, our back door. Um, yeah. Right. It was just, it was, yeah, absolute just ripper experience. It anyway. <laughs> quality, mate, quality. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like like before we started recording, Anthony. It's what I said to you about um, your approach with each guest you've got on. Uh, it's you that's getting that, them to um, you know, tell the story and it's not easy um, 
to do that it's an achievement yeah no yeah. i appreciate that uh, look thanks again yeah. mate um, it's like you know look brilliant there's so many people out there having these sort of experiences there and like the best thing is like for people to come out and talk about these experiences um because like they're genuine experiences like like you're saying like you know they're, they're coming forward and and like we were saying before like you can hear the quality in their voices they're not making the bullshit up yeah um, they've got no agenda really to be coming talking about this sort of thing you know there's no money to be made from this there's no fame no. to be talking about this um if anything it might open them up to more ridicule and you know which is a sad part of this whole topic it's very sad it's very the sad yeah. unfortunately the reality is there of that you know but yeah but luckily enough we're sort of getting away from that agenda that is attached to this whole ufo phenomena um yeah. people aren't crazy they're not on drugs they're not you know, they're not, not on I, some I'm, sort of substance, you know, they're not crazy, you're not loopy in the head. It, I mean, but I, I mean, I watched off the top of my head, name of the, the name of the show, I'm not quite sure, but you, you know, like a bit like, um, just say, for example, Ancient Aliens, you get shows that, and it's like when they go up, it's not Ancient Aliens, just an example. And yep. The, Whoever they're interviewing the the the, um, the witness or what whoever's reported it, and first things they're saying is, uh, "Have you uh, been drinking? Have you been smoking weed? Have you been taking drugs?" That, it's just weird that is the, the approach. Instead of well, like, it's, I get it. Well, it's really a weird approach, thing. though. Because obviously, it's one of those things like you sort of need to rule out that sort of possibility because like you know yeah, obviously you got the, the um yeah like you do get your substances there that do have some forms of hallucinogenics and you know they can play a part yeah. in seeing some strange things so like, of course like you know it is one of those approaches that you sort of do like as disrespectful as it might sound to begin with but obviously it's yeah. got you you're trying to you're trying to give the people the, the opportunity to be to sound credible i should say yeah uh, sound genuine yeah. basically because yeah it's not the uh, it's not me that you have to convince. It's the people there listening to your story that you need to convince. Yeah. Um, obviously, like there's other people that are firm believers, which is which is great. But it's the ones that want to continuously ridicule and you know throw everyone in the dirt, basically about your experience there, saying you're full of shit or whatever. They're the ones that you need to try and convince to say, look, my experience is real. And honestly, like these people shouldn't have any judgments against people that have had these experiences but unfortunately the way the world works sure, that people will want to question it which isn't a bad thing either like question everything but do it in a respectful manner that um, has to be approached with respect you know it, it needs to be given its credit due to the fact that you weren't there to experience it so why can't you believe their story when they're saying that they were saying having yeah. a genuine experience yeah exactly mate 100% that mate um. so yeah basically i would i would never discredit anyone's experience like if they came to me and said look i've seen something i was like okay that's cool like um can you like tell me a bit more about it you know i want to like details to sort of get an idea of what your i want to be able to picture it in my head what you experienced basically yeah and so yeah. that's why i'm yeah. like i'm a big believer like, especially with the the facebook page that i run the australian ufo sightings um the, the biggest thing i find in that mate? Australian UFO sightings. Australian. Uh, dash 
A-U-F-O-S or AUFOS for short. Um, it's Australia's biggest Facebook UFO page, basically. Um, but look, you know, like, I get so many people come on there like, you, you know, I don't know if we want to call them trolls, but, you know, people want to get, they want firm evidence of what people have captured. Um, some people what? take it in, in a sad approach. Like, obviously, um, <laughs> sorry, did miss you? Did you say why? Hey, it's like like that though. When you're saying that, you get people like trolling. You're gonna get that anyway. But um, oh yeah, it's just silly, isn't it? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, like, like yeah, to answer your question, why? Like I don't really know why. To be honest, like they must get a kick out of some of it. But like, there's a difference between trolling and asking for more information for evidence of this experience. You know? Um, yeah, yeah. Trolls will basically just be idiots and try and say something stupid to try and trigger you basically but then there's yeah. other people that are sort of asking genuine sort of questions uh, they might approach it badly you know or they might ask it a bit wrong and some people get on the defense um and start calling them trolls or negative or non-believers and that sort of stuff but it's like it's not the fact that they're non-believers it's just that they're asking a genuine question that they're, they're curious but because it's going yeah. against um your perception of how you perceived your experience, um, some people get on the jump on the defense, which is sad. Like, like especially for the people that are being genuine and asking for a credible question, you know, because like as I've mentioned in the last podcast, you know, there, there, there's a lot of misidentifications. People are mistaken, um, you know, planets or Starlink, uh, drones, planes. You know, people think that just uh, just yeah. because they don't understand what they're seeing has to be an alien craft, which isn't the case. Um, there's a lot yeah. of explanations yeah. for things, you know. Yeah, I think, again, I think especially now with technology, on it, it's um, I mean, he's saying the drones, it's yeah, incredible. Um, when you watch, like, you have a quick gander on YouTube and you see some of the drones, and they're um, <laughs> it's like some out of um. A science fiction film. Yeah, well, uh, you look incredible. at the, the drone shows they're doing now. They're absolutely amazing. It's not fast they go. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man! Like, we've got these drones that are going up like four hundred k's an hour, just about. Just fucking <laughs> hell, <Okay>, no, man! <laughs> they're insanely fast. Yeah, and like you know, some people will go and say like you know with the drones, like oh, drones don't travel that fast. Like, have you seen how fast a drone actually goes? Oh, they're rapid, mate. Rapid. They are. Like, obviously, commercial ones, they, they cruise along um, not super-duper fast, but they cruise along pretty quickly. Like, And it also uh, comes down to perspective as well, like how far away are you looking at this thing? Yeah. Uh, Which will determine how fast I can go, or is it a coming straight towards you or away from you, that kind of thing. There's <laughs> yeah. so many different perspectives and details you need to look at. And like the biggest thing I find, too, like when people are trying to explain something to is like they always say, oh, there's no sound. And it's like, well, hang on. Well, how far away do you think this object was? And like, oh, I might have been like, you know, a kilometer or so away. And it's like, well, okay, you need to take into account wind direction, wind speeds, all that sort of stuff there. Yeah. Um, if you look at a plane, like a light plane, for instance, going across the top of you, you won't even hear that thing coming over you until it's almost literally on top of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, or even like maybe like give it like 20, 30 seconds before you actually see it or something, you know? 
and that depends on the direction of wind and all sorts of stuff. Like, there's just so many different elements to take into account of like just because you can't hear it does not mean it isn't producing some sort of noise. Yeah. Um, because yeah, like I said, like it just depends on distance, perception, all sorts of stuff. Um, I go into a heap of detail <laughs> to try and. Do you know as well? Explain it. It's yeah. like, um, at the ones that I've seen, like on videos, the the ones you can buy, um, you could just go into a shop and buy it yourself. I'll get it online. And, but the military, uh, the, what they're using, um, I could imagine that being a complete different again. Yeah. I mean, like the you know, technology of the um, electric motors these days, like they've gotten a lot quieter. You know, um, you're barely going to hear them at all. Like especially when it comes to military stuff, and they're actually going doing the drone strike. You you <laughs> won't even know the drones there. Yeah, I know. Um, remarkable, it really are. It is. Yeah, like te- technology's going a long way, and it's yeah. it's scary. Imagine the stuff what what we don't know about, like it, like um, experimental. What's not quite come out yet? <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder, right? Eh? Like, you know, I think we touched on it last time too. Like, you know, especially like with Roswell and the technology from that, where they're claiming they're reverse engineering the technology from that. And basically, um, oh, when was Roswell? That was at 30s or 40s? I can't even think now. Roswell. I think it was the 40s. I could be wrong, mate. Let's start with Yeah, I'm horrible with dates. <laughs> this is my topic and I can't even remember the dates. Um, all right, we're good. <laughs> but um basically like you know, like you, you look at Roswell, all our technology started booming from that point on. Like you know, we started getting like microwaves. Mate, so there, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, things boomed from that point. Like computer chips became a big thing, you know. We we got yeah. compact discs, microwaves and all sorts of stuff. And then it just everything just improved and advanced from that point on. Um obviously we haven't made anything too groundbreaking to this day, but um obviously it's all just been advanced from that sort of that situation. And it like as you're saying, like how much has been left behind and behind closed doors of that sort of technology that could help us advance into a yeah. a bigger um society. And yeah, it's sort of if like if the Americans like let's say the Americans or whichever countries do have um, recovered crafts or whatever, yeah, you know all this technology that they're withholding for themselves, you know, which could have helped and benefited the whole entire human society, or human race, basically. Um, no, mate, it's just fucking nuts, isn't it? I mean, it, this is just, oh, like Roswell. It's like just after World War Two. Yeah, uh, and you've got like your German scientists being split, divided, equally near enough. You've got, um, you know, some went to America, got the Russians. It seems to um, seems to have grown from like around that. I mean, it's probably started well before that. It could have done too. The, the growth of technology is. Uh, it is fascinating, which also worrying, I think. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, like it just makes you wonder how much information technology has been withheld from us for so for so long now. Yeah. It's like it's what fifty years now we're going on from that. Fifty years. That's, t- that's a long time, that isn't it? <laughs> oh, you know, that'd be long, man. We're seventy years. 
<laughs> I'd love, <laughs> I'd love to know, mate, what what they've, um, what new gear they've got. Yeah, and look, honestly, like hoping with the uh, this U.S. Congress sort of thing that's been going on, you know, that there's a lot of outcome on that where we're um, they're bringing out a new declaration there where you know uh, whistleblowers can start coming out without being um, ridiculed or yeah, yeah, all that sort of stuff. You know, um, I can't think of the right words. Gone. Says, but you know they're not going to be held accountable for breaking yeah, their yeah. silence. Basically, um, nothing's going to go against. It's not going to affect their pensions or their careers or in, in any way. Like basically, it's yeah, opening up a whole new world to the whole UAP concept. When you know all these people that have been hiding for years, basically, with their yeah. stories, their details, their information, up, basically, yeah, and they're finally going to come out there without. Without the uh, the the ridicule that would come with it, so it's going to be good. Yes, mate. Um, have you been? Um, have you seen any of the, the latest AI, the um, machines? I haven't really been keeping up with that. The latest I sort of knew is like um, Elon Musk. They're getting into the the, <laughs> um, the mind control sort of sort of things. There, that, that was a bit scary. It's it's cool, but it's kind of scary too when you really think about it. Yeah, I agree with you on that, mate. It's, uh, did a show with uh, me, New York Patriot, and the Hush Hush Society um, last Friday, and it, the topic was like MK Ultra and the celebrity drones. You, you, oh, okay. Drones, sorry, not drones, clones. You know, like uh, oh yeah, fucking hell, man. <laughs> That's scary, especially coming the concept of clones. Yeah, highly believable, in my opinion, highly. Um, well, now that you've mentioned that, it, like, I've always, like, um, I have heard of stories with doppelgangers there, and uh, I know I brought her there up we last go, mate. That's as good as it's, yeah, it's just that doppelganger, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I brought her up last time when I was speaking to you too, Gail, um, my first guest on the podcast there. Well, she even mentioned that um, her friends reckon they saw her in a completely different random location. Like she um, lives up in Queensland yeah. and they reckon they saw her down in Melbourne, which is two States down, which is like, it will take you about 24 hours to get down there for a drive. Um, it's a long ass drive. It's like, yeah. Oh geez. Like 18, 20,000 kilometers away or something like that. Okay, so it'll take you a long time to get there. And basically they'll, they'll just, Speaking, I can't remember the whole story, entire story, but basically they're going, are you, are you down here in Melbourne or something? Like She's like, no, I'm up here in bloody Queensland. And she goes, I swear I've just seen you walk past me. I even said hello to you and looked at you and like, you look exactly the same, you know. Ed. And like, you didn't even acknowledge me or anything. It's like, oh, okay, that's a bit rude, but you know. <laughs> and yeah, and she's like, no, that's not me. I'm, yeah, I'm at work up in Queensland or such blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, it just... So it, like, it's not the first time I've heard these whole doppelganger things. It, it's as strange as it is, but there's a strong possibility that these things are out there that are doing that. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, are, are, we, are we talking, like, days and it will set to travel? Um, probably looking if you... Well, it depends on how... If you want to do a day and night, I think it would probably take you about a good... 
traveling day or it depends on where you are in Queensland too. Like if you're going from the Gold Coast, basically it's uh, about nine hours to Sydney and then probably about another nine hours roughly from Sydney to Melbourne, I think it is. So you're looking at about 16, 18 hours. Roughly. Yeah. Extraordinary. <laughs> but uh, do you know what's weird? Uh, I mean, I remember Triffin mentioned that he, this about um, I sort of portals. Like in, oh, yeah. in Australia, uh, are you familiar with the, the any of these areas where like you could go in uh, one part and come out somewhere completely fucking different? Yeah, I've heard about them. Um, I can't remember what, they, what they're called now, but I've, it's an Aboriginal sort of thing. Um, but I can't yes, even think off the top of my head now. But yeah, I remember something about it, but I didn't dive enough into it to sort of really get a great better idea of how the concept yeah. works or something. It's but I it's a, obviously it's a ancient sort of practice. I don't know. I don't know if they're still practicing it to this day. Um, otherwise, you sort of think it would be a bit more open knowledge to it. You know. Yeah. Um, it's it's strange. Uh, obviously, like it is hard to believe because, like you know, it goes against our sort of logic, but. Like anything's possible in this world, you know. We just got no idea, really. Hey, you're not wrong, mate. You're not wrong. Anything's possible. Oh, could you imagine all that? <laughs> imagine just going just like one part, and then it goes like fucking thousands of kilometers away in no yeah. time. Mate, it, oh, would that, that 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 it would change everything. It would change everything. That's, that's where I think sort of like the the, uh, the whole ley lines thing sort of come into it. I know we were talking with Grub about that and um, going down the whole yeah. concept of ley lines and that. Like the ancient civilizations, they had some sort of idea that ley lines existed in this world and it was an interconnected energy or something like that where they could either communicate, sort of like a phone line basically, you know, they yeah. wrapped around the world to all these different locations. Like if you look at um, all the ancient... Uh, I don't know what you call them, ritual sites. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, what would you call them? Sacred oh, like, sites, basically. Like megalithic sites, like that kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, they're somehow connected onto some sort of ley line. And yeah. Obviously, yeah. there's some sort of connection throughout the whole entire world where they've been communicating or something. You know, there's, there's a connection there where the world's known about it. Somehow. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there, mate, is worldwide. Everywhere. Uh, and it's like, it's why I, uh, I mentioned this a few times lately, but hollow earth, like inner earth, it's why I, I, I might highly believe that the possibility is, um, I think it definitely got to be something. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, uh, look, it's, it's like there's a lot of things people don't understand it. Um, and the reaction. It's like... Yeah, well, look, uh, it, <laughs> you know what I mean, don't you? <laughs> yeah, look, it is a hard thing to grasp, though, that the whole concept of a hollow earth. Because it, it, it just doesn't... <laughs> it, it, oh, it's, it doesn't make sense in a... In that sense, <laughs> but, you it, it know, doesn't. It, I th- do you know what I think? A lot of it is why it doesn't make sense because of uh, growing up, 
it was like it's like it was ridiculed to even fucking think of it. Yeah. And to me, that's um, I think it's sad on on the um, we're just uh, quote elders, our old teachers at school or what whoever. Um, it's just fucking crazy, mate. The stuff what they've hidden from us, kept away from us. Yeah, I know. Um, and like I mentioned this last time, last week we spoke too. Like you know, religions they played a massive part and just you know hiding everything or destroying every sort of form of evidence that went against their agenda and so much stuff just got lost it's it's sad but it's yeah it's pathetic too yeah yeah like so much stuff stuff that benefit the world yeah lost or like hidden lost fucking twisted so you know the opposite of what it should be yeah, well, you look at the the Egyptian pyramids, and, or even the, like their structures, for instance. Like, no one knows how they built them because like their technology got lost over the years. Like, whether where it was destroyed deliberately or just died over time, um, you know, there could be a lot of different theories or behind that sort of thing. But it's just one of those things that never got kept in the history, whether it was just part of someone's agenda or just like I said, like you know, just lost in time. But but something that something so, uh, what would you call it? Um, a great advancement in human civilization to be able to build those pyramids with, in however construction they did it. Um, it was like so, it's, it's a an absolute mind blowing achievement for something it's, of such significance. Anthony, you would think yeah. that. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. You would think that people need to know how we've done this. Yeah, exactly. Like, how can that be lost would, over time? You would think, anyway, wouldn't you, that there would be some some sort of documentation on it. Yeah, or if it did get destroyed, why destroy something like that? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, like, uh, yeah, just going through that's been in the works there because, like, you know, obviously we're trying to figure out. Like, everyone wants to go and jump to the alien conclusion that they built the pyramids. It's like, look, it's not a far fetched sort of theory because, like, obviously we can't figure out how they did it initially, but you know, we're, humans are clever. They'll figure out some way to do something if they really wanted to. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at the Indians there. I think it was India or somewhere there. Like, they created a a fountain, basically. Um, I can't remember exactly where, but they what they did is they dug a tunnel under the ground and yeah. tunneled it towards this lake and basically dug up underneath this lake, and then the next minute, the pressure from the water and that, going through this tunnel and into this fountain and made their own little fountain river system in their own city that was, like, miles away. I need to search this up now because it was absolutely amazing, a little documentary I watched there. And, like, you know, they're just put into perspective of human ingenuity to go and build something like that. You know, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's for sure, it is, mate. <laughs> uh, what, what's your um, what's your thoughts on on the pyramids being built before the Egyptians, like them sort of already being there? Do you think that's a Ooh, possibility? That's... 
Yeah, that's a good spin on that one. Jeez. But um, oh, I don't know. Um, look, I wouldn't put it past it. Like, if it did um, manage to survive the, the cleansing of the world, like, you know, where the, the world went through its own cleanse, basically, you know, it did a reset. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's not impossible, but you know, um, yeah, the concept's there. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah, it's... I mean, I, I, I'm just throwing the idea that uh, I, the only reason I'm throwing it there is, just, um, I mean, come on, anything's possible. Anything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to find this um this bloody thing for you, so I can actually get a bit more detail on. Because it's absolutely a ripper of a story. I just can't remember what play was it. Like, if you like think about it too, like you know, it comes in um, ancient civilizations that had been finding different bits of technology that was strange, a bit weird, that sort of defies yeah. our known technology. I think they found this like weird little computer-looking thing that sort of looked, like, looked a bit like a steampunky kind of computer. Um, I can't remember what exactly what they called it, but it, they didn't even know thing, what, what the concept was for. Is that that? Um, did they find it under? Was it found in some sea? Was it what? Sorry. Was it found in the ocean? Yeah, was it was. It like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it looked like sort of some sort of like clockwork, look clockwork, like kind of device thing. Yeah, I could be wrong. Is it the same one? Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds like it. Yeah, like, it looked like something from a steampunk kind of world that didn't make sense on how it worked or, yeah, they, they can't even grasp the concept of what what it was even used for yet. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, and look, I don't know how true this one was. Um, I found something come across Facebook feed. Like, you don't know how much is true through Facebook feeds. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> you know. They found something there where, like, they found this, like, it uh, looks like an electrical plug. Uh, like, a basically, it was a, a squarish kind of stone with two copper holes inside it. And it looked like you, you plug something into it. And it was made out of stone. So, and it's like, well... That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's just like, well, where's the power come from to go and be able to use that sort of thing, you know? It's... It doesn't make sense, but it, it's one of the, it's claimed that it was found uh, in an ancient tomb or some ancient cave or something like you know. It... Was it Greek? Oh, could have been Greek. All right, bugger the fountain. I'm going to start looking for this uh, little weird computer thing now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love it, mate. Hang on, let's have a look. I think I might have found something. Is it called? Um, I'm going to probably I'll probably uh, going to butcher how to pronounce this. Um, Antikythera mechanism. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Antikythera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, discovered in 1902 on a shipwreck on the coast of that word I just said. <laughs> I'm not saying that again. <laughs> yeah. In Greece. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Antikythera. And like, I think 1902, they weren't really. Oh, actually, no, they would have steam engines back then. Yeah, of course, because World War One was around then, so they're using diesel engines and stuff like that. So cogs weren't out of the question. Oh, fucking but, hell, mate, still. 
Yeah, but like, yeah, like if you look at the image um, of this thing, like it's rusted to shit house. Yeah, um, it's got it's a, it's got like minuscule little cogs or something that's inside it that is well in advance of that time. So, the bachelor. Oh, have you seen the re reproduction of it? No, I haven't actually. Is it a bit further down? Is it? Well. I- it looks like they've attempted to uh, reproduce it. You know, I don't, I don't know how accurate it would be because you've seen the state of it. I mean, how, yeah. how old is it? So, so, do they know what, how old it is, roughly? Well, I need to go back through this now, see if I can try and find it again. Hang on. Um... Oh, there's... Oh, I've gone from... Pergamon. 86 BC and 67 BC. Yeah, they claim in second century BC, so that's before Christ. That's a big claim. Yeah, but the, what the them dates are, from what I can make out of it anyway, they're for coins that were found on the ship. This machine could have been fucking God knows how how long before. Like like I think it was found as from what I can make out, it was found as um, on a ship that kind of. Um, thing and the coins were dated what they found also like with with the with everything what they found um 86 and 67 bc so this device is fucking mad it's mind-blowing isn't it (laughs) yeah it's well too advanced like i think even today's day and age like will we just well yeah we could do it today as a technology but Compared to the dates that they're claiming this thing existed, there's no way they had that technology. No, no. Because uh, like there's there's just too much stuff in the world that just doesn't make sense to ancient civilization skills. Like yeah, okay, yeah. look, you got artisans there that can that are very skilled and patient and would have taken them years to go and do this sort of thing. But some of the, some of the skill levels to be able to go and do something in such precision like that, um, you know, I, they they can't make those kind of mistakes, or they can't afford no. to make mistakes with that kind of skill that we think they would have. Yeah, well, well, well I mean, it, it's got from from what what, what it says here. There's 82 parts in the device. 82. Now they were all after be. 100% spot on for it to work correctly. You, that's what I would think anyway. It's a bit like, I've guessed like a clock. Yeah. Like the movement of a clock. It takes like right. one bit out, it's going to not be accurate, is it? Well, they're even saying, uh, I think one of the, uh, the things he was saying, was like it's 13 centimetres in diameter, so 5.1 inches in diameter. So that's like a small, um, you know, little, Hand watch, a uh, little pocket watch. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about the same size. <laughs> so again, going to that sort of minuscule detail of that yeah. time, it's it doesn't make sense. It's like make, making that, actually making the device, the tools what they would have needed to create that again. Yeah, and then the tools what would have needed to create those tools. It's, Madman, what 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 they must have been capable of. Yeah. 
I mean, so I, I wonder, <laughs> like when they find all these discoveries, I wonder how many there's yet to come out. Because there's all stuff keeps popping up. It does. Yeah, it, it's things are uh, constantly getting discovered. Like I said, like, you know, that sort of weird plug thing. Um, it doesn't make plug. sense, like, how that would have been been um, used. I don't know, but, you know, uh, it's, it's just sort of strange. <laughs> there's, just there's, you know, there's that. so much we don't know, isn't there? So much we don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think that's what, um, that's what makes everything so fascinating. Yeah, because I think there's even like, um, they've even found find like uh, fuses and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, spark plugs, you like your know, fuses for electricity and stuff like that. They're finding yeah. stuff like that. That's like ancient technology as well. And it's, it's really strange sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and if we, we think that we only had electricity fairly recently. Well, did we? Well, yeah, it's right. <laughs> well, imagine if they had like mobile phones a couple of hundred years ago, and we just don't know about. <laughs> well, yeah, that's one way to look at it too, isn't it? It's like, wow, because like, um, it sort of like just really makes you wonder, like, how much of ancient civilization could have possibly been inherited from you know extraterrestrial beings, or yeah, whether it was just from. An ancient civilization that was just advanced for its time, and then yet these extraterrestrials that we claim them to be could be from all these crafts or beings that we were seeing are from an ancient civilization from here. So, you know, people are claiming ultra terrestrial, so you know, terrestrial beings that were here before us, and would they they survived the whole cleanse world's cleansing basically? Um, and then they could have just gone down to that hollow earth, you know, that's where they went down to get be safe while the earth did its thing. Yeah. This might this might come across as sound a little bit odd. What if we are? We are this now, this reality is we're in the hollow earth. But we don't well, know it. Well, so there you go. Like um well, I don't know, because if you could Sort of put to the perspective of space, you know, um, there's been claims out there now that space is fake. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so what is space and that claims that we are in the hollow earth? Um, I don't know. It's it's not an impossible theory, but it sort of makes you wonder, though, like, what are we seeing out there then if we are in a hollow earth? Yeah. Um, what's making the stars? What's making the whole universe out there that we're or the observable universe that we are seeing. I mean, it's even like that, Anthony, like like the universe, but the stars, the space. We're, we're, we're only told what what we, NASA tell us what what this is. This this should be the that's that planet. It's, that's its name. It's just. Um, Is it all coincidence? Yeah, like I understand what you're getting at. Like you know, where whatever we get told, we believe it, and what we're yeah. grown up with, basically. And like, look, you you make a strong point there. You do. Um, we are taught to. Well, this is it. This is what you're seeing. This is what we got told, and that's how it is. Um, yeah, what you see is what you get. I guess. 
yeah, basically, and there's no questioning it. Well, you can question it, but, yeah. you know, we're not going to get the answers that we want because that's yeah. not part of the narrative, basically. So, yeah, it does make you wonder, like, how much has been withheld from us in that regard? Like, you know, people claim we're in a simulator. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of strange different concepts and theories out there, but, again, we're never going to know what the hell this is. What is life? What are, What's our purpose? What What is the whole concept of everything that we do here and our progress, basically, in life? Um, where's it going to lead us to? Where did we even come from? You know, I've like, got my young fellow there asking, oh, who made us? And it's like, mate, I've got no idea. And he goes, oh, I reckon aliens <laughs> made us. I'm like, mate, it's a good, strong possibility, mate. But in, in the end, they were like, we just don't know. Oh, your lad said? Oh, your yeah, lad said? Asking, yeah, That's yeah. fucking brilliant, that, mate. How old is your other one, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, yeah, he's he's six he's six years old now, and he's just going, oh, mate, mate, where, we, where do we come mate. from? No idea. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, though, mate. If he's asking questions like like this now, that's brilliant. It really is. Yeah, um, good. Look at you. When he gets older, he can start doing my job and start doing this sort of stuff. You're on the family trait, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, my daughter's like 15, and I try and encourage her. If you're unsure, especially in school, you know, as long as you're not. Don't be disrespectful, um, but question everything. Yeah. It's the only way you're going to learn, mate, isn't it? That's right. But the biggest thing is, too, like, if you're going to question something, you need to try and, well, I suppose, like, uh, what I was going to try and go with this then? <laughs> um, you know, like, question it, but I suppose you don't have to believe it. Try and do your own evidence. Get your own yeah. evidence to try to try and back that up if you still seem to want to question it and which is fine like everyone should do that um i sort of I've, i go along the path of like you know take everything objectively and um respectfully obviously and yeah. Yeah. go do your own homework basically but if you're gonna have something there's it's um that you've questioned there and and you don't find it it uh answers your question or it doesn't fulfill the the answers that you want or you get basically you need to go and reproduce that evidence to go and back up your claims that sort of goes against what you're being told or something you know yeah because like obviously there's like um you know things are bent to other people's agendas or something like you know information to go on um to appease their audience basically you know yes yes uh, that uh, is a dead cert, that mate. Um, basically, because like you know, you you look out throughout history. There's there's so many different examples there where that's happened. You know, people bend things to their own agenda, um, whether it be yeah, good or yeah. bad, you know, or just for selfish reasons. And, you know, and a lot of it has been uh, badly thrown throughout society. You know, like. You know, for years we were like growing yeah. up thinking, oh yeah, Pluto's a planet, but now all of a sudden they want to, they want to claim it a planet. It's like, well, why not? You know, it's that sort of stuff. Like, um, it's a bad example, yeah. I know, but <laughs> you know what I mean. No, it's not, mate. It's a, it's a quality uh, example. I think, um, like you're saying, they've fed us full of bullshit for forever, um, uh, and 
they'll they'll try and twist twist their um, their previous narrative. Like you saying ridiculing us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it still makes you wonder too. Like, if if the world was just honest, like, where would we be today? You know, like, we could be like miles in front. And but, you know, people want their own gains, their own selfish opportunities and stuff like you know, their own agendas. Yeah, and for me, I, I'm not all about that. I don't care. I've got nothing to really gain for this. Like, obviously, like you know, being rich would be nice, you know, because you don't have to really worry about going to work or you don't have to worry about bills coming through. Like, of course, that'd be nice. You'd be comfortable. You go out and enjoy life to how you meant to enjoy it. But fortunately, like, you know, the people up top there don't want that. They need to have the peasants like us doing all this sort of shit there to try and get by on our daily jobs and all sorts of stuff. But, like, you look at the money the world has now, you know, we could be, everyone could have a bit of that coin there that's out there. There's so much money out there. It's bullshit. You know, uh, yeah, nail me out there, mate. It's like with, uh, I don't really like talking about him, but Elon Musk. You know, he spent God knows how much on buying Twitter or Twitter. Mm. You'd think that. Now, if that was me, now, firstly, it's his money, so he could do whatever he wants, really. But yeah. to me, how I look at it is, he is in a position, or I, I think he's in a position where he could help do a lot more for Earthrealm than buying fucking a social media network, Twitter, than buying yeah. that. He could help kids. Oh, absolutely. Homeless people, starving people. Um, I mean, he's always banging on about, oh, I can do this with all the energy. Why has he not done anything with it? Well, I mean, it might have done for all I know, but I think, I, I, like I said, it's his money, but to me, he, he could do a lot more than what he's done or he's doing. Yeah. Well, if you if you think about it, like... Um... If you if you were the top dog of this world, right? Um, well, there's so many of them, like you know, so many bloody billionaires, trillionaires, whatever. You know, yeah. if they like just go, look, I'm going to give every single person on this earth a million dollars, and everyone yeah. will be covered. They, I reckon, yeah. their bank would still would give everyone a million dollars across the whole world, and they'd still have money to go and spare. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, they won't. They won't. No, they won't. I, I, and I don't get that part. Like, what's the point of having all this money? In, and for what? Mm. You're not going to be able to, like, you could spend it all if you really wanted to, but like, but what's the point of being, like, having all this capital gain just to go ahead, look, I'm, the, I'm now the richest person in the world. whoop de fucking do Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's fucking crazy, mate. Yeah, well, like, I think Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world at the moment, I think, with the oh, guy who owns Amazon. Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah. He's another oddball, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's an old one. <laughs> but, yeah, look, again, look, you know, even him, like, if you if him and Elon, buddy, joined forces together with the financials there, gave everyone a million dollars each, 
you know, everyone will be debt free. They'll be able to live their lives how they want. They um, won't do that. No, they won't. Well, oh, look, even uh, if five hundred thousand just to go and start off with, like, you know, people will be able to pay their houses off, and then they can go and still keep working. And yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It, it's just. I mean, it's like they make out as if they built it all up from scratch. They didn't. Yeah. He didn't anyway. Um, no. Was, was his parents, did they have like a, a diamond mine or jewel mine? Uh, it was this with Jeff Bezos. Oh, no, I was on about must. Oh, does, what did he put about Bezos? What did he do? Oh, I've, uh, I've got no idea, actually. I've got no idea on their um, histories. I think, I know um, Elon Musk, he studied in a university there and he came up with some program designs and. Stuff like that sort of made him quite. Um, didn't didn't his family have um, an emerald mine or something like that? Though I can't really remember to the truth. Uh, I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, it's like so. Excuse me. Oh, sorry, mate. Sure. It's like um, they they've already got a start in life. What ninety nine point nine percent people. I haven't got, haven't had, and will never get that start of being born into wealth. Yeah. I think and that's that, the thing too. Like, yeah, yeah someone who yeah, hasn't been in that, in that, um, that scene, you know, in that high society sort of scene. Yeah, yeah. They are a lot more. They are. They're a lot more. Um, I'm trying to think of the word now. They're, like, they're a lot more giving and. Um, well, I can't even think of the word for it now. <laughs> it's like you've got no empathy. Is that is that what you mean? No, no, no like um, generous. Like you know, people of lower society who haven't had much to give. You know, they're a lot more generous. To, and like you say, if they were in a situation where they did get a bit of wealth behind them, I suppose they'd be a lot more willing to give that out to other people yeah. who are in that same situation as them beforehand. Yeah. You know. Whereas people are in that higher, richy society, they where they're greedy and um, have their own selfish ambitions. But I'm not going to say that like as everyone, but there's always, given the stereotype, that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's how I perceive it anyway. I, I could be wrong, but that's from my perspective, that's how I see it. And so that's yeah, basically my uh, opinion. <laughs> it's a good perspective, that, mate. Um, I, I would be, I'd lean towards that same sense. Um, there's, there's a huge difference. It's like um, me personally. If um, it's just I'm um, walking through town and there's somebody that, um, more slightly homeless, asking for money. If you can tell, um, to an extent, those that are like begging for money for drugs or drink or stuff like that. But if it's somebody who's genuine and they've, you know, <clears throat> been unfortunate, I think you can tell to to an extent. And I'd fucking give them my last pound. Yeah. It's not Absolutely. nice seeing seeing uh, another uh, person, um, man or woman, or you know, it's not nice seeing someone suffer. No, absolutely not. But it's like 
some of these, uh, I, I don't call them elites because there's nothing elite, in my opinion, there's nothing elite about them. Um, it's like they take joy in seeing people suffer. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't, that I might sound a bit strange, but it's also, this is what society has come to. It's fucking sad. Yeah. You know, because it's not just them either, though. It's the world governments, the governments of countries, oh, that sort of yes. play a big part in that as well. You know, like they like I'll give Australia for example. Like this is how I know we need to go and help each other out and all sort of stuff. But like, there's been situations in Australia where like you know we've got towns that are flooding or on fire. You know, we've got natural catastrophes happening, something like that. You know, yeah. and people are losing their houses and stuff all that, and Next thing, there's overseas, um, a, a country over there has been hit by a major flood or had a cyclone go oh, through or Pakistan? something like, you know. Pakistan. No, 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 not Pakistan. Like, but, like, one of our neighbouring islands, like, you know, like, say, Fiji right. or somewhere, like, or even, I think, so India had some stuff going on there at some stage. Yeah, or, yeah. Just one of those random sort of countries that, you know, and then Australia goes, oh, look, here's, buddy, you know, $20 million. Go and help you in support for your country you know to get yourselves back on track or whatever and it's like well hang on we've got like the, all these people down here who lost all their houses thanks to fires and floods and whatever who need that help more than anything and you're going to give that up to another country that can sort of support themselves you know look after themselves a bit and it's like look after your own people first yeah well, like, I, I know, we, I know we also like to like i know we need to all help each other out here but like the people yeah. in your own country are your foundation. They're the ones that need the support to go and keep the country going. It's where it should begin, mate. I agree with you. Yeah. And so, like, uh, it's it's sad. I can't grasp the concept of like governments that don't want to look after their people, uh, at least give them priorities, you know, over other crap. Because like, if you've got a happy country, they're going to be happy to do the work and do the support, you know, all sort of stuff. And it's, you know, it's like if you're like you're working for a good company, you know, if they look after the workers, the production's going to be top notch, isn't it? They're going to go and put all their effort into making sure the company's growing and building and has top quality to make sure everything's good. Um, that same sort of concept. So, uh, yeah, you know, keep the people happy, and you're going to have a happy environment, aren't you? Um, look oh, after. Oh yes, definitely, mate. Definitely. But basically, going back to um, like you know, what's been going on with like say like the um, I don't, know, you don't want to call them elites, but you know say like the richies and all sort of stuff, burning things to their agenda, like it sort of makes you wonder too, like with their control in regards to technology and stuff like that, have they been hiding stuff that they have control of um, and not releasing it yet and. You know, is it is it a governmental thing? Could it be the control of extraterrestrials or ultra-terrestrial beings that are saying you're not ready for this technology yet to be released? Sort of thing. You know, it's sort of like a, a slow release in technology. Like even though we haven't had anything major released in the the past couple of decades, you know, like I think what the greatest biggest advancement we had really is mobile phones. Um, off the top of my head, you know, computers have gone a long way. 
And so yeah, now we've got, yeah. we've got basically got a supercomputer in our in our palm every day. Yeah. Um, I think that's like the greatest and best technology that we have to this day. But we haven't had anything that's absolutely mind boggling or defying to in that sort of advancement. So it makes you wonder like um like how much stuff has is still being hidden behind those closed doors oh, that yeah. could help and benefit human society to uh you know to the point there where we yeah. could be um flying in the moment you know going all join all the jetsons or you know george jetson scenarios you know living out in the atmosphere and <laughs> flying around little zippy floating cars and stuff you know it'd be, it'd be awesome like we could have already been there for all we know but how, much, up, has, how much has been compressed yeah. uh to our knowledge you know Oh, mate, my mind's blown. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Here, like, it, it's it interesting, is. but it's frustrating at the same time, you know? It, it's yeah. It's like, I just want to know, like, stop bullshitting with us and just give us what we want, you know? <laughs> give us... Help human yeah. society. Let, help people of the earth. They're, like, you know, advanced to where they need to, where they don't need to rely on these bloody... These, uh greedy bastards that just keep wanting to be the richest people in the world, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get yeah, rid of the off time and get, Yeah, get rid of them. It, it's frustrating. I just want to, I, I was honestly my perfect world is like everyone working together, everything's peaceful, everyone's got love, harmony, whatever, you know, everyone's just we have as one. Yeah. Yeah, as one. You know, like none of this buddy working your ass off to go and enjoy life, you know. We, I like to uh, to work to live, not live to work. At least that's my motto, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Incredible, mate. It really is. Yeah, it sort of makes you wonder. Eh? It does. It really does. Yeah. Um, you know, mate. I've got a fucking daft smirk on my face. <laughs> I'm pretty much the same too. I'm just like yeah. wondering. It's uh, oh, mate, I hate. I mean, that's, this is the whole thing. That's why I love speaking to you, mate. You never know where which journey we're going to end up on the path on our conversation, but it's always guaranteed quality conversation. Yeah, no, it's good. Look, because look, it's just things that need to be talked about. You know, there's so many different concepts yeah. and different theories of the world, and like you can just take you around everywhere. Like you can spend hours, if not days, just talking about this stuff and going, "What about this? Oh yeah, what about this?" And then it's like, "Oh, he's just throwing me uh, off to this part here now." It's like, bloody <laughs> hell! Not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, man. Because like you know, oh. like no answer is wrong basically when it comes to this sort of <laughs> yeah. thing. Like every single thing could play a more minute percentage to the truth of what could be a possibility and that's the that's the thing people need to grasp on you know um like for example like you know the how much truth is behind the whole moon landing back there in 69 you know is it, was that true or was it false that's a you know? cracker, that, mate. That is a cracker. <laughs> let's go and throw that one in the works you know like you know, there's obviously some truth. There could be some a lot of lies in between it too. Like, who knows? But like the fact that we never went back there for however long, you know, um, there's about 10, 15 missions there or something like that, apparently. Um, 
you know, uh, there's a lot of works in it. The big cover-ups, if it was, you know, they've done pretty well to go and hide that sort of, you know, if it yeah. was a lie, they've done well to hide that. Do you think, do you think that, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> sorry, mate, do you think that um, they did it, or they claim that they went to the moon to provoke the, the Russians? To promote them, did you say? To, to provoke, provoke. Oh, provoke them. Oh, definitely. I think yeah, it was, it was yeah. more like a, um, you know, a dick shaking contest. Who's got the biggest dick? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much all it was. <clears throat> Just to show who's more superior in the body in the technology side of things. You know, who's got the. Because I think like Russia was doing the did the first claim to go on. Oh yeah, we're going to the moon. And then America's like, nah, fuck you, we're going first. And then managed to go and build something up with anybody like what ten years I think it took them to go and develop the rocket to the moon. And then like, like oh, look, I'm open to the idea like they did go there, but I'm also open to the idea that they they didn't go there. But uh, the strange part is like the you know I think it was like yeah ten missions or something like that, then never went back. And it's like well why would you stop going there? Yeah, I've always wondered that why suddenly. Why suddenly stop? But also um, put that stop into side. Um, why? Why have they also lost how to get the? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to mention that too. Like they lost the, the the technology to go and be able to get there. It's like, well, how do you lose that? <laughs> it's, it's like you you just you. Fucking... <laughs> It's like losing the tire to your car and going, oh, I can't get there. Oh, now I don't know how to make a wheel to to put back on the t- on the car. And it's like, well, how do you lose it, that? <laughs> it's like they must think that we're fucking really gullible and stupid to believe everything they say. Yeah, and look, I I think that the, um, the like I know they just sent a rocket there now to go to the moon to go and scope it out, and. <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, it. it's, it, I know. It's, it's a weird... How they described it was weird, and it was really sort of... How do you explain it? Like, uh, not cryptid in a sense, like, but it's like... It's like, is it like they sort of like talked about it like as if they'd never been there before. And it's like, well, you've been there before, so why do you really need to go and sort of like find out more about it sort of thing you know like you should have like 10 missions that went there should have plenty of data and you know detail of what's up there what to expect kind of like i know our technology has advanced a lot since then so obviously we can get some finer details and stuff like that um but you know it's one of those things, like you know, the way they just the the way they word it is like as if we'd never been up there before. So, so it just raises a lot of questions. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting either way when the I think it was the Artemis. I think it's called the Artemis that they sent up there. Oh uh, yes. When it yeah. Went last didn't, went last week. I think it launched off. We didn't one get damaged. Was one was one get damaged recently? Oh, I don't know. I haven't kept up with it since. I I remember just getting a notification that the Artemis was going to be getting launched, and then I missed the actual launch day. Because I think I was asleep for work that day and I missed it, so I was yeah. spewing. But either way, I'm pretty sure that was last week now. And 
I think it takes three days to get to the moon. And so whatever it's doing, I think it does a few laps for a little while there and then it'll come back or something like that. Don't quote me on that. I can't I didn't get that detailed information from it, but you know, they're basically scoping it out, getting it ready to go and set yeah, fuel yeah. back up there for next year or is it the year after? Let, but, oh, then I'm pretty sure, uh, but then I'm pretty sure I read somewhere else that, that they've canned it. All right. So it's like, well, why are you canned it for? Like, you know, the whole concept was to go up there and try and create like a, a base on there to, um, you know, send people over there to start living up there basically and start researching into the whole moon. And, you know, we're basically getting our first, yeah, base on the moon. First civilization on there. Yeah. What, what about, do you think that, um, like you see, you're saying about it, like civilization. Do you think that the moon could be hollow again? Could be hollow. Well, fucking hell, man! You just don't know, do you? No, you don't. Like, like, that could be like the whole Death Star concept right there. Fucking hell, man! <laughs> Spot on, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got a good cover up of the um you know got this all big rocky crater bloody skin on the front of it. Yeah. Oh mate, have you seen um a film called Moonfall? No, I can't say I have. Have you got Amazon Prime? I think it's on Amazon Prime, it's on one of them. Moonfall, mate. Oh <laughs> you'd love it. You'd love it. I'll have to go and check it out. Yeah, you I I'll not spoil it for you. Um it's worth watching, mate. I might watch it in a bit actually before I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's um, I've seen it. I think I've seen it about twice now. Uh, it's um, if you, if you it can be worrying if you look at it a certain way anyway. <laughs> but it's worth watching, aren't it, mate? Ah, cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. So I'm just reading through. I just had a, did a quick search up of the Artemis. I think is. The Artemis um, didn't launch it at all. So it didn't launch at all, ah. No. Is it a malfunction so then? It was. They um they found a fuel leak, so that's one of those good things that they found. Fucking hell, man. Um yeah. basically just from this uh, from two days ago. I think that's when the launch was meant to be. Two days. No, was it two days ago? No. Two days. Sure was it? This is well, this is what the um the article saying two days ago. So yeah. I'm sure it was meant to be last week that it launched, unless they delayed it and then this is the new update to it. I don't know, but yeah, they're just basically saying there was a, a leak in the equipment transferring hydrogen fuel and preventing them from fully loading the rocket, basically. So, um, okay, yeah, so um, a, a similar leak was one of the several issues that led to the postponement of the early attempt on August 29th. So, yeah, that was when I was thinking, so yeah, last week when I thought it was meant to go off. And so obviously it's been delayed again for a similar leak. So interesting, to say the least. Very, very interesting. Um, fucking fascinating, mate. Yeah, but it'd be good, like, because I'm. I was like literally thinking like the other day, because like I, I went away on holidays there, and I was away from all technology, and that's so I had no connection to the outside world or whatever. And I was like literally thinking like, you know, oh that play things up there, cruising along there, we should be doing laps around the moon by now. You know, thinking to myself, going, this is cool, we're up there again. 
and yeah. now just found this out. Like, ah, just ruined me. <laughs> ruined it. Because <laughs> okay, it, it is cool. Like, you know, like, I, like, you know, going back onto the whole, um, the, the hierarchies of the world. Um, the government, like obviously, the US government was controlling NASA basically, and everything that was going up from NASA was government controlled. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good that we are, uh, like, you know, I know it is, as horrible as it is having these, um, oh, what do you, what do you want to call them? Um, I oh, would call them the Richies. You don't, you don't call them elites. I don't want to call them elites either, but you know, the Richies. Having like, like, so Jeff, Jeff Bezos, for instance, and Elon Musk, and um, you got Bob Bigelow. They're, they're the big three at the moment there for yeah. the space race, yeah. basically. And of course, you got NASA on the side, but they're funded pretty poorly, and which they now start. Uh, NASA's actually thrown their stuff over to Elon Musk now to start trying to get things up into space because he's that far ahead in, in the, uh, the, the technology for the rockets and stuff. Um, you know, so like it, it's probably a good thing having outside organizations to go and continue the space race up in getting to the moon and pop, populating the moon possibly in the future, you know, because, you know, it's a good example of the last 50 years. Basically, um, NASA's been in control of everything when it comes to space, or, or at least we've been reliant on NASA for getting to space um you know and obviously it was a slow progress process because it was government controlled from the uh you know getting their uh what do you call it? the not loans but you get they they but getting funded from the government yeah uh, or their you know their progress in technology and stuff like that, you know whereas Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos they got their own income to rely on to keep their you know their their technology up and going you know to keep getting this process yeah. happening it's, a, it's like a big race at the moment who's going to go and populate the moon first so um it's not a bad thing when you look at it in that kind of concept where it's advancing human advancement <laughs> yeah, yeah i get you mate i got you um makes makes a lot of sense yeah, like I oh know, like I oh know, like um, people complain about the world. Like you know, people they should be looking at people, looking after their own people first, back on people who need the help and all sorts of stuff too. Like which they could easily go and do with the amount of money they've got, and while still bloody doing their thousand space times over, you know? thousand times over, mate, they could do that, but they won't. Yeah. they won't do it. No, they won't. No, and that's the sad part. No, I know going back on it, but you know it's. That's the reality there of it. Like, you know, they, they have every single bloody opportunity to go and help the people around the world to go and benefit the world. Great. But um, still want to go and continue on their own, yeah, their own goals, their own gains, basically. As long as the, as long as they can, maybe I don't know, kill kill one monkey per day with uh, <laughs> you know the experimental <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. That's what it's animal cruelty at the end of the day, mate. And it, uh, if you're going to do a chip, do it to yourself. Yeah, that's right. show, us, show us what you really are or what you're really yeah. capable of, whether you be man or woman or, or machine. I don't know what you are, but sorry, Elon. Yeah. 
fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it makes you think too, like if they, when they do get to the moon and obviously like, you know, they're going to want to start bringing rocks back or they might want to start mining it, for instance. Like that's billions of dollars of money's worth of bringing that all back and forth. But like, mind, we won't get any of that with us. No, that's right. All the, it's all the, all the gain. Yeah. Um, like I'm not sure how much ore they would get out of the bloody moon, you know, because like, apparently, well, I don't know much about the moon to tell you the truth, but I can't see much gain in mining it to be in, to be bringing it back to Earth. Um, it's like a lot of cheese. Really... A lot of cheese, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's all cheese, that's right. <laughs> all cheese. A bit of cheddar. Oh, the, the Italians would be loving it, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, they're not French. Fucking yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're on the French. It will be a cheese fest. <laughs> They've been bringing all the crackers. <laughs> as soon as that Fucking rocket lands out, we all wind up with crackers there. Going, oh, go on, give us a piece of that cheese. Yeah. Start talking like proper cunts as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, mate. I love it. It's, uh, yeah. It sort of reminds me of that. Um, Oh, what's that show there? Was it Boss and Gromit? Oh, fuck. And, like, <laughs> he actually builds yeah. a rocket and goes up into the moon there and he gets the cheese and he goes, oh, cheese. Boss and Gromit, mate. That's quite uh... a... <laughs> cool, I, I can't remember how oh, the story yeah. went, but he, he, did he run out of cheese or something? And then he's like, oh, I need to go get some more cheese. So he goes, oh, let's go and build a rocket and just go get some more cheese. <laughs> I think there's a couple of different, like, episodes type of thing. They were like films, weren't they? Like mini films kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I want to know how they came up with the idea that they say the the moon is made out of cheese. Like, who comes (laughs) up with that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, I, I can't see how it resembles cheese whatsoever. Like obviously, like maybe Swiss <laughs> cheese because there are little craters here and there, you know. But like, you hey, think yeah, of fucking hell, mate. I'd never, never thought thought of it, but now, <laughs> who's mate? Who's who started that one? We'll have to have a look into it. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange what? one, isn't it? it is. Yeah, it'll be somewhat, somewhat daft, like fucking. I don't. Know. Elon Musk. Oh, imagine if it was Elon Musk. Oh, no, I think it was well before his time. Because I'm pretty sure that was like a, like a, oh, geez, like a little bedtime story, like kids' story thing. <laughs> I remember growing up as with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, there's a lot of weird things, like, you know, like, especially like when you talk to like a, Flat Earthers, like, you know, that sort of concept of that sort of crap. Flat Earth, mate? What do you think of Flat Earth, Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, how's on. it go again? How's it go again, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, some of this it. stuff is somewhat convincing. Like, they do have some good points, but in the end, like, it doesn't make sense in the end. Like, um, I can't go into the full detail of their side of things, but you, you, I think they even like one guy even got, um, 
he got crowdfunded to go and build his own rocket. And he went up, got to the atmosphere, and he's like, oh, it's round. Yeah, no, it's round. I can't. It's not flat. And just blew his whole conspiracy out the door, basically. Like, I don't know how true that one is. Like, you know, that could be just another round earther agenda coming out. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But there's also another story there where another guy built his own rocket, but he killed himself in the process because he built the rocket wrong. Um, he... Was it? What's his name now? What's his name now? Oh, fuck, fuck. Um, they, moved, they did um, a, doc, a series on his strange angel. Jack Parsons, was, is that you mean? Oh, I'm not really sure on the name. All I remember is like he built a rocket there, and I think it was the guidance or something that helped with the um, trajectory. He mucked up on that and just ended up nosediving. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. yeah um, well, obviously, with rockets, they're expensive. You know, you only get one shot at it. So <laughs> as sad as it is, you can't really test it. But at least he's, like, um, done that whole, you know, test it yourself sort of thing, you know. <laughs> but um, it's a shame he didn't get to go on you know, find his uh, find his truth, I suppose. But um, yeah, look, oh, oh. there's so many different theories out there. Like, you just don't know what to believe. Still got you. I hope you disappeared on me. Hello. Now you muted yourself. Hang on, I'm busy. Got you back. No. So, um, I apologize, but we've just lost um, connection somehow. Um, I couldn't hear Anthony there. Anthony couldn't hear me. Um, it's it just went weird. It was did they, where you are end as well. Yeah, it did. It was a bit of a strange thing yeah. that happened there. I'm not yeah. sure what happened. Yeah. Maybe the uh, the the uh, the hierarchies are starting to interfere okay. and they're not liking what we're talking about. Uh, deep state. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it, mate. Um, answer that. Every single time we have a conversation, uh, you blow my fucking mind, man. Um, that conversation. Mm-hmm was fucking beyond extraordinary every part of it i love that conversation we've just had thank you very much sir no mate no thank you for having me on mate appreciate it look mate it's um definitely like a lot of things that we don't understand out there you know it's a lot of <laughs> there is mate there is a lot yeah. of questions that we just won't get the answers for you know and it's just a big rounded wormhole that we just keep going loops around with different branches here and there to go through and just take us deeper again you know it's just a, it's a mind-boggling world out there, you know. It's just we just it never is, need mate. to know. But it wouldn't be the same if we wasn't having such quality conversations. No, that's it, mate. Look, every every person that sort of questions reality that's out there, mate, they all put their own part into it, and you yeah. know, it's it's just quality everywhere. Not just for myself or you, you know. It's just people that Thank, question everything in general. They're quality, you know. 
Yeah. And yeah. like, mate, uh, such yourself there, mate, you're doing a great job here. Giving oh, the opportunity thanks, for everyone to go and do this, you know, just sort of dive down the wormhole, mate. Like, you know, you've done yeah. great, great, you know, community. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, uh... Word out, you know, but... <laughs> I think, um, I mean, it's like before, before we even started recording, um, we've said this previously as well. I think it's like uh, connecting Australia and, and England and us having different perspectives, but similar. I, I, I yeah. 100% lean into your direction um, and vice versa. I think that uh, even when like we've done shows with Triffin and you know, the few shows that I, that I know of from Australia are um, are elite level that of podcasts, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I appreciate. Um, it. Look, I, I wish I could give like more detail into things than that. Like, like, um, like I'm just a a low peasant there with a low IQ, so I can't give all the big words and the hey, big detail of all. things, you know, but, um, you know. You're not at all, mate. Oh, look, I, I was like, I was sort of thinking of myself as like, you know, you don't have to have the high level IQ. You don't have to have an education behind you to go and look into this sort of stuff or to even try and explain it. You know, I, I explain things horribly. Um, I can't go into great detail to save me life. You know, if I was trying to explain something there, I'll just dig myself deeper into a hole, I think, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Keto, mate. Keto. But the one thing, I'm sorry to interrupt, mate, is we're trying. That's it, yes. We've both gone off the cuff. You know, I've not got no notes in front of me. A couple of key points, but, you know, they were from when we first started. As good as building up your introduction, but. There's nothing better than having a conversation with somebody like-minded. Yeah, that's it. And it's more natural too, you know, free-flowing. Yeah. You just think of whatever comes to mind and you just ask that question, like if you're suddenly out of curiosity. Yeah. Even, so yeah, if you, right. even if you can't get the answer that to go with that question, you know, you, you're still, you know, you, you're still conversing. Trying, right? you're, you're trying to figure out what the answer might possibly be, um, yeah. you know, to get that concept behind that question, you know. Yeah. And like you, like I was saying before, you like you don't have to have an education. You don't have to be a doctor or a professor or in a university to go and try and explain this stuff because even they don't even know the damn answers themselves. You know, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> they're is, dreaming if they think they know the answers. Fucking million percent true. <laughs> we, oh, doctors, doctors is a prime example. Um, I remember, I think you know, every time that I took my um, daughter. Um, Daughters, and she's been genuinely ill. You know, like uh, you can tell, that especially with kids, you can tell when kids are ill. And, um, the the doctors, you'll you'll tell them the symptoms and what is it they do? They get a book out. And they, you know, these these the days are, they just Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There used to be a book, and that book now is like you said. Digital soul. All they'll put yeah. in like symptoms to say like fucking oh his back's gone, fucking glass back or whatever they put in, and they'll come up medications what we can give them. 
have you tried yeah. this or let's try this, let's try that. So, but I think we're all guinea pigs to yeah, some absolutely. Uh, extent. <laughs> yeah. Fucking mad, man. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Oh, the world's crazy. and It is crazy. Look, as beautiful as it is in its own way, you know, it's still, it's just human societies is a crazy part of it. <laughs> yeah, it is, mate. Anthony, uh, that was a killer show, mate. Thank you very much. Um, I look forward to speaking to you again. Um, but before we wrap it up, would you like to tell everybody where they can get hold of you, please, mate? Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, look, mate. Again, thanks for having me, mate. Absolute ripper having uh, speaking <laughs> with you, mate, and your and your audience, mate. Uh, so thank you to all your audience, of course, uh, for putting up with me and <laughs> listening to me, obviously. But uh, look, guys, if you want to come and check me out, I am on all socials: uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, and all sorts of stuff there. But um, join me on the Facebook page, Canada Down Under podcast Facebook page there, where you can get in on the live shows there, where guests are invited to the show to talk about their encounters with aliens and ufos um the podcast can be reached on all the major platforms there uh, spotify itunes amazon music i think it is whatever it is um basically i'm um, pretty much almost everywhere basically but at least all the major ones on there so yeah come check it out guys um yeah help spread the word obviously because uh, this this stuff is real it's out there it's happening you know and the um all the better for people to come on the show and talk about their experiences there to make that reality known, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you have. Um, I mean, since I found your show, um, it's actually Grub. Grub, I highly recommend yeah. it. And Grub is uh, oh, it's quality. He is, uh, you know, he's a one-off. Um, yeah, this, getting his grubby mitts what... into everywhere and you know, <laughs> finding all the, all the juicy podcasts and all the... The people out there that actually have half a brain out there, you know, that know what's yeah, going on yeah. out there. You've had him on your show as well, haven't you? I no, I haven't had him on my show yet. No, oh, he's no, not. He, um... oh, no, he's, um, sorry, mate. It's, uh, he's been on with Triffin. Yeah, he oh. did. Yeah, he went on there with Unlocking the Code with Triffin there. Yeah, yeah you've been on with uh, with us, though, haven't you? Yeah, I've been on with um, Triffin there, Unlocking the Code as well. And, um, yeah, when, I think the last time I was with you guys there was the, the, uh, the Freaky Fridays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, mate. Oh, I'll tell you what. Sorry, not like I said to the listeners. You've got to check his show out. It is, um, it's up there with the best for any, any like UFO related. It is very unique. And the uh, the approach, everything about it. Yeah, no, quality, thank you, mate. mate. Appreciate it. Quality. Appreciate it. Um, Thanks again, Anthony, mate. I can't wait till I speak to you again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, mate. Anytime, mate. Um, Lovely. Happy to. Okay, I'm going to stop recording now, mate. six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. 
that will do it, folks, for this episode of Encounters Down Under. I hope you enjoyed the show, and remember, you can also get involved in the show by joining the Facebook page and getting in on the live streams. Also, please be sure to share with your friends and family to help us grow and potentially find our next guest on the show. If you or you know someone who has had an encounter, please get in touch with me through our Facebook page via Messenger or email at australianufosightings at outlook.com.au. I look forward to seeing you on the next Encounter Down Under. Hoo root. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.